Now for a leader from the next generation. Larry Harris Jr. He became the CEO at the age of 21. Shout out David Gardner. He is a an urge, drive, serve How is he, and this modern age, is he been drawn in into this idealism, this commitment to service and belief? Possibly that man who shall in that early Stevie Wonder rap. Nah, I ain't no son of cat sending all you fronters back. Right in my life, for right where all the runners at, rapping over thunderclaps. What up? It's your boy Larry Harris Jr., a.k.a. Black Bobby, coming to you uh, on this Sunday. I want to talk about two things today. We're going to have an interview with Reverend Conrad Tillard. Um, has a very long history in um, you know, black issues, uh, organization politically, uh, activism, etc., all across the country. Um, you know, he did some work in Philly. He was the president of the Black Students Union for the city of Philadelphia, as well as for the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, actually grew up in D.C., where I grew up, uh, to, to actually backtrack. Um, then went to the Kennedy School of Government and the Divinity School. We're going to talk to him a little bit later. Um, he was a member of the Nation of Islam, now a Christian reverend uh, in New York City and a radio host. Uh, one of the first black people to endorse Mayor Bloomberg, who was then candidate Bloomberg for mayor in New York, um, and now is against uh, Bloomberg's candidacy for the presidency. So that's a very interesting um, you know, person to talk to, and we're gonna have him on the show a little bit later. But uh, right now on the accuracy, I'm gonna talk about uh, Medicare for All, uh, which I promised I would talk about at some point. Now, one thing you need to know is that, um, yes, I do support Bernie Sanders, which means I support Medicare for All. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm not a socialist, but I do believe that certain things in our country need to be socialized um, to include healthcare. Uh, and healthcare in this country is very expensive. Um, before 9-11, the number one Pew found in a poll that the number one concern on the minds of Americans um, was healthcare, the cost of healthcare and access to healthcare, which are things that we tried to address through the Affordable Care Act. And I'll say just briefly that that was an inefficient um, and also ineffective way of dealing with the issue. Um, you know, first of all, the uh, Affordable Care Act or Obamacare is a boondoggle for the insurance industry. And it basically was written by lobbyists from the insurance industry along with the Obama administration, uh, which is why you're required to have health insurance. So, um, you know, to me, people shilling for the private insurance industry might as well be those teenagers like myself back in the 90s wearing the huge, you know, Abercrombie or Nike uh, logo across the, uh, the front of our uh, jersey without getting a check. Uh, you know, my dad used to make fun of us all the time, him and his friends. They'd be like, hey boy, you getting a check from that Abercrombie? Uh, I don't know if you guys are getting a check from the private insurance industry, but you might consider that before you maybe go on TV and talk about how great the current system is. Anyway, so one thing you need to know about Medicare um, right now is that it's administered actually by private health insurers. Like I have Medicare um, and my insurer is Aetna. Uh, and um, they've actually expanded a Medicare coverage recently. Um, now you can get what's, you know, kind of colloquially, 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 oh my goodness, the colloquial term for, for uh, what, what I have in Medicare now is uh, total coverage. So under total coverage, uh, you know, you can include vision, um, dental, uh, gym memberships, etc. So, um, you know, it's something that I wanted to take advantage of because I already had Medicare, but I didn't have like prescription drug coverage, which I have now. 
Um, I didn't have the gym memberships, which I have now. I can join. There's like three gyms in my area I can join. Um, I didn't have the dental coverage, which I have now. And I didn't have the vision coverage, which I have now. Um, one thing about Medicare is that they pay out, um, it's an 80-20 rule. Medicare pays 80% 80, 80 of your bills. Uh, you pay the other 20%. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to be if Bernie um, is able to enact a plan. Uh, I haven't heard that discussed very much. And I couldn't find any any information about it on his website, etc. But that's how it currently is set up. Um, but one thing you need to know about that is that, you know, for example, when I go to the doctor, almost there's, a, there's almost no copay as long as it's a person in network. Um, prescription drug coverage is very good um, for certain people. Mine I haven't quite figured out yet, but I also have a supplemental uh, uh, prescription reduction uh, plan that helps me get prescription drugs. Um, but for most people, um, you're going to see a reduction in cost. You know, what Bernie says and what is the truth and what people need to understand is that you'll immediately stop paying your annual deductibles for, uh, I mean, your annual uh, fees for insurance and you will have no deductible um, at the you know, doctor or surgery when you go into the hospital, uh, emergency room, etc. So like, you know, um, for, you know uh, uh, for, for example, um, right now people pay like, let's say it's like a, maybe a 500 to $1,000 a month uh, for health insurance for your premium uh, and then going down the line for uh, Medicare for all let's say if we replace the private insurance system with Medicare for all what you'd have is uh, zero premium and it said you'd pay a smaller amount in taxes toward your health care so you know you'd, uh, you'd, you'd save money in the long run you know on a year-to-year -year basis and in the long run you'd be saving money and the ways that Medicare for all saves us money and brings down costs is by first cutting out the profit model, um, which is very important. So cutting out the profit model of private insurance, reducing overhead and paperwork, which is also very important, uh, can consolidate all those different insurers under the government, uh, and then a, a larger negotiating pool for prescription drugs, which is also very important. Now the cost of the current system has been estimated at $3.5 trillion per year or 17.9, of GDP. Now, the reason why I bring that up is because people talk a lot, of, a lot of you know trash about Canada's system. Now, one thing you need to know: um, Medicare for all or single payer is actually very popular with Trump voters. Um, people have not framed this issue correctly uh, in the media. Um, you know, when we talk about Medicare for all and single payer, um, like for example, Vox found in a focus group of Trump voters that 50% of their focus group actually initiated the conversation about single payer or Canada's healthcare system as they called it, as the optimal system that we should have in America. You know, think about that. 50% of Trump voters in a focus group said they prefer Canada's system. Now, if we present it right to different people across this country, see, part of the problem is the sell job, is that Bernie is basically by himself trying to sell single payer and we have an entire industry of people who are against it and are telling you all kinds of lies and distortions to make you think that it's a bad system. But that's not the case. Because here we spend 18% of GDP or $3.5 trillion a year on our current system and the cost estimated of Medicare for all is two to $3 trillion a year. So we'd save at least half a trillion um, to a full trillion and maybe even more than that um, and reduce the, the percentage of GDP that we spend on healthcare. 
Um, in Canada, for example, which only has 40 million people, so you'll have to extrapolate, they spend 242 billion roughly um, on, uh, on uh, uh, healthcare per year, which is 11.5% of GDP. Um, if you build that out, from 40 million people times roughly 10 to match the United States population, it's roughly two trillion a year that they spend on their system currently, um, a lower percentage of GDP than us and a lower overall cost than us, uh, and they have better outcomes because, um, you know, where people say that Canada has the long lines and the bad service, that's not actually true. They're ranked ninth out of industrialized nations where we are ranked last in, out of industrialized nations in healthcare outcomes. Um, People say, um, you know, for example, uh, in, in Canada, before single payer, they went from having lower life expectancy than the United States um, and higher infant mortality than the United States to now Canadians live three years longer than Americans and have a lower infant mortality rate, which I think is very important. And, you know, people say, you know, Bernie doesn't do a good job of addressing black issues. Well, let me tell you something. Infant, infant mortality is an issue that is very important to black people, especially black women. Uh, we have a lot of, uh, in, we have a lot, we have a lower life expectancy than uh, most people. We also have a high rate of deaths of the mothers in those situations. So we talk about life expectancy in general, infant mortality also, we're talking about increasing people's lifespans, having better health outcomes. You know, those are black issues. And I know that some people believe you have to say blackity, 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 black in order to prove that you're talking about black issues. But when Bernie Sanders talks about an issue that pertains to black people and that we suffer more from that issue than someone else, that's a black issue. Thank you very much. Um, so, you know, one of the things that you just need to keep in mind is that there is an entire industry full of people who are getting paid or some of them are just willful, uh, you know, kind of useful idiots uh, who are out there shilling for the system, the current system, the status quo. And me, I say the status quo gotta go. I'm sorry to be corny, but the very, the very real truth is that the status quo is more expensive, has worse health outcomes, uh, and props up a system that really is a scheme to get your money. Um, and I, I, we shouldn't want that for healthcare. You know, people say, I love my private insurance. Let me, say, let me tell you something about that. You may like the reality currently under your private insurance. I'm gonna, I can tell you, Reality will be better under Medicare for all, but you won't believe me. But let's let's consider this. What are you saying when you say you like your private insurance? Are you saying fuck you to anybody who's experienced a bankruptcy or fuck you to anybody who can't afford the uh, insurance provided under the um, Affordable Care Act? Yes, you are. You're telling them basically the, the status quo will remain because I like my system and screw you, you get the bottom rung. So I mean, you know, that, that, to me, that's a very cynical attitude to have about something that's so crucial, like healthcare, especially for a Democrat, where we believe healthcare is a right and should be provided to every person, and also believe that it should be affordable and that everyone has a right to life. We try to chastise Republicans about being right to life, about certain issues, but not about healthcare. Well, let's be right to life about healthcare and stop clinging to the status quo, which is private insurance, which is a scheme to get your money and not a scheme to keep you healthy. Anyway, that's all I got on Medicare for All. The next segment is going to be on Mayor Bloomberg's candidacy for the presidency and the interview with uh, Reverend Conrad Tillard. So please stay tuned. Check out the next video, really. Uh, but we, we will uh, be back with the accuracy talking about Mayor Bloomberg. Thank you very much and uh, have a pleasant evening.
out in Aldi. Who gon' take a fall B? Coming for they spot, I'm about to get them all B. These bamas, they ankles is looking kinda wobbly. I'll be ready to fall B. That I've been seen crossing Jordan two times at the top of the lane. Man, y'all talk about practice.